Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Welcome to Heels and Quad. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. I am Levi. I shaved my face and still have no Twitter followers, at Levi D. Zindel. And I'm Tommy, at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. And joining us tonight is pro wrestler, podcaster, YouTuber, gamer, uh, stunt person. An overall uh, kick-ass chick. At Wrestling Leva on Twitter, Leva Bates. Thanks, Leva, for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. This was a long process of getting this one on the on the schedule. I'm really sorry about that, guys. <laughs> it'll it'll be it'll be worth it. We've waited for this one for a while. We're we're happy to have you here. I'm always somewhere doing something. I'm so sorry. You're a busy woman. That's a good thing. The woman of many uh, gimmicks, per se, characters. Woman that does everything, literally. <laughs> right. You do a lot of stuff. You're all over the place. Pretty much. So, I don't know if you got my emails or not earlier. I was like, just leaving the grocery store on my way to go get food to go. I should be in the car by the time you guys call. And then update, ordering food. We'll be in the car on time. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got that. I, I got a nice little laugh out of that. So, all right. Woo! You're on the move. We're glad you finally made it. We're glad we could finally all hook up on the Heels and Quads podcast today. Heck yeah. So, uh, Leva, it's, Leva is how it's pronounced, right? Because I've heard it pronounced both ways, Leva and Leva. Uh, it's Leva, yeah. Leva, Leva. okay. Not correct, but I, at this point, I don't even correct people anymore. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm, Le- I'm Levi and you're Leva. Exactly. So that, that works. I'll remember that. So That's why it confuses me when people mispronounce it, because it's like, it's like Levi, but with an A. Yeah. Or yeah. Eva with an L before it. It's, you know, that. <laughs> yeah, you, you can remember it many different ways. Eva, that's, that's a good way to remember it. Eva with an L before it. That works. Yep. Makes the pronunciation easier. So we'll ask, the, you know, me and Tommy will start by asking the golden question. Eva, when did, you, when did you get into wrestling? And what was your first uh, big spark of interest in it? Uh, when I was a kid, actually. I grew up in the 80s. Uh, so wrestling was 
huge then. I mean, it still is huge now, but that's when you had like the Hogan era, the 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 Rockers, Undertaker. You know, eventually. Not Leva Taker, Undertaker. Undertaker. Well, what do you think? I got it. You know. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, that was a stupid joke. Here, here I go with the stupid jokes again. Yeah, he's got he's got to have one every episode. <laughs> you, have, you have to forget he's not even a dad and he tells the dad jokes i'm the dad and i leave the dad jokes to levi they're gonna be bad whenever i do have kids oh they're gonna be awful because they're bad now so they're gonna be even worse <laughs> <laughs> at least have goals for yourself that's awesome um, so yeah but, cool yeah. that the golden era was your origins of watching yeah. it huh yeah i would i, I think then wasn't there like a saturday morning show or something i remember watching it and going yeah. this is and I would always try to watch it whenever I would see it. Uh, my there, my grandmother had a next door neighbor that was a little boy that was younger than me, but he was also big into wrestling. So I would play with his wrestling toys, and like we would just hang out and literally just only play like wrestling stuff. Like I would, he had the big rubber toys, and then like the little small plastic ones that had the action, whatever motion. So we'd all play those and watch wrestling together, and and like. Even his parents took us to go see a live event. I remember seeing Hogan, and I was, like, one of the kids that ran down to, like, the the uh, guardrail or whatever the railing thing was in Evansville, Indiana. I remember that. That was crazy. That was a lot of fun. And then there were, we discovered there was local wrestling shows, you know, and good old, you know, Kentucky. And we would go and see those once in a while. It was awesome. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, it was, you know, I, I definitely was into it at a really young age. Uh, puberty hit, and it was about maybe a year or so, when I was like, oh, I can't watch wrestling or whatever. And then that quickly changed with Monday Night Wars eventually, because I was like, uh, I was over at a couple friends' house, and he just had people over, and they had wrestling on in the background. It was WCW. And I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, wrestling. You know, I kind of, because, you know, Puberty, you're like, oh, you're supposed to be this way, awkward kid, you know, I'm not doing me fun of, whatever. And, uh, but I hung out with a lot of guys anyway, and I was like, well, you know, I was kind of like watching it, like, that's kind of cool. And then all of a sudden, with this crazy, like, multi-person, like, high-flying luchador match, where, like, I remember psychosis, and, like, Hoovy and Ray were fl- flipping and flying all over the ring. And it was like the craziest thing I ever saw at the time. Because, you know, I grew up in the 80s where, like, a leg drop was high fly, you know? Like, yeah. That was high fly. So, like, seeing them do all sorts of crazy, like, like Hurricanrana or whatever, blew my mind at the time. I'm like, what is this? What what am I watching? And, like, that spark, we sparked, rekindled the passion. And then I started watching it. And then they also watched you know, WWE Raw, so we would, like, flip back and forth, and, like, we were one of the people in the Monday Night Wars that would support both, it was just, and we had, like, Nitro parties, that's what we call them, we mostly were partial to Nitro at the time, and then grew to be more into Raw, but we'd have our wrestling parties every Monday, and it ended up being at my house, <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, you're gonna have a couple people over, and, like, 20 people later, you know, 30 people later, she's like, oh, my God, Leva, okay, we got to cap this. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Oh, it was a good time to uh, get an interest back, you know, and I think, I mean, same with me and Tommy here. That's just such a great era, you know. Well, Tommy, you're more from the uh, new generation, right? That's more your more your time? Yeah, I mean, I... Let's see, I was born in 87. My earliest memory was about 91. Um, it was Macho King versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That was the first match I remember watching. Um, it was either on Superstars or Wrestling Challenge. I can't remember which one it was. But uh, no. So, yeah, it was, it was the tail end of the golden era le- leading into the new generation was when I got into it. I think right about where Leva's talking is uh, Leva. Sorry, Leva. See, I just pronounced it stupid again. Now Leva. That's a different <laughs> one. Leva. Whenever she was ta- uh, where she said she kind of got back into it. You know, that's that's pretty much where I'm from. That era, late late '97-ish is when I first seen it and just fell in love. So all around the same period there. So yeah, well that's a cool that's a cool uh, time to get in and out of it. So when did when did you yourself uh, get into the business? Uh, way, way, way later. I I went to 
I went to college, went and got a degree, actually a double major in radio, TV production, and acting. Oh, cool. I, I wanted to perform. I just knew I wanted to be some sort of performer. I knew at a really young age I wanted to to just perform as some sort of aspect. I always loved wrestling. I would have loved to have been a wrestler, but I didn't know how to get into it because <clears throat> I just knew, all right, you go to school. You pick a major, you do something in that major. There you go. Boom. I'm like, all right, acting. All right, I got this. You know, and if no one will hire me, I'll make my own stuff. There you go. Radio, TV production. Boom. Got it. And so I started doing a lot of uh, weird on-in acting gigs, theater gigs, uh, entertainment gigs, all sorts of crazy stuff. I was a rodeo clown at one point. You know, just (laughs) whatever I can, you know, get booked as. And then it wasn't until I moved to Florida uh, to pursue more entertainment means, like, you know, either be Sarah Connor or or just be whatever I could be in the entertainment business. And that's actually, I got a job at Universal as a performer and started going to TNA because uh, it was free. It's on property. It happened, like, at the time, I think it was every two weeks at the time, or at least once a month, or it was very regular. So I was like, oh, awesome, I can watch wrestling. And I was watching, I was into the indie scene, too, so I would, like, go to FIP, and, like, uh, my my first indie show was IWA Mid-South when I was still in college, and I saw Daisy Hayes for the first time, and I knew then, I was like, oh, what? She's, like, my size, because I was, like, I also had blonde hair at the time, I always wore pigtails, it was just, like, you know, that type of thing, and I was like, wow, I could be a wrestler, too. But then I didn't know how to do it because, you know, I didn't know about wrestling schools at the time. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll go rodeo clown and do everything else, right? <laughs> and uh, it wasn't until I made friends with a lot of, like, the guys, uh, like, who were doing ring crew and helping out and volunteering and even some of the wrestlers. And they were like, yeah, well, if you do stunts and you act and you dance, why don't you wrestle? You love it. And I'm like, I don't know how to get into it. They're like, you go to school. There's a wrestling school. I'm like, there's a wrestling school? What? There's schools for this? Why didn't anyone tell me? <laughs> so I got into it a little late in life, I think, because I didn't know those things existed, you know? Was so, it down there in Orlando where yeah. you went to school? Yeah, I ended up, it was a school called FXE for the first, the first school I went to. And it, had, it was ran by AJ Gallant, and it had Matt Finley and Devon Dudley as like uh partial trainers there so it was there for about i would say was it nine months or so maybe almost a year and then devon ended up deciding to open his own school with bubba and as a team through the academy and i went with him so i'm like all right he's the one that's like kind of been to the places i want to go so i'm gonna follow him plus i just really like he and i really just kind of you know got along really well got really close and so i was like all right well if you're opening a school i'm gonna go with you so i ended up going there and then just training with them and pretty much graduated from there and that's how it happened so yeah it was was literally like oh there's a school all right well come come with us one day and i literally signed up that day (laughs) and yeah yeah, that's awesome yeah and i and i follow devon and you know, all right, well, you're going to this school, you're going to that school. All right, I'll follow you there, you know. <laughs> and that's kind of how it happened. Was that fun working, uh, learning from Team 3D? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. They, they, especially in the very beginning of the school, I mean, they still are, though, but, uh, you know, the, their schedules are a little, a little crazier now. But, like, because they were at TNA at the time, so they were a little bit more locally based. Uh, they were always there. They, like, lived at the school. So, like, you really got, like, hands, you know, like, one-on-one type, you know, instruction from them and, like, really learn from them. And, you know, now they have two schools. Baba is up north with their school in the north. And uh, Devon's down for this school. So he's still there. But, you know, he's also with WWE. So... He does travel more. They have uh, Billy Gunn and Jonathan Cruz, who also teach there as well. So uh, a lot of times I still go. I still go when I'm like, hey, hey, John, I need, a, I need to learn how to 
you know, do the old school since I'm about to do Leave It Naker. All right, let's come over and, like, we'll work on it for the next week or two. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm learning to do all Undertaker moves. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I never really did a choke slam before because I'm 5'2", but let's figure this out. <laughs> that's a that's a fantastic cosplay, by the way. I really like that. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I was actually, I was quite happy with it. I was like, either this is going to be really cool or really terrible. And then it came out really cool. So I was, I was very happy with it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I watched one of the. How many? Have you only done it one time? The Leave a Taker? No, I did it twice now. I did it for. I debuted it with Russell Circus. And then about a month ago, so it was like probably two to three months later, uh, MPX was like, hey, because I was supposed to be a completely different character because I was going to wrestle Chelsea Green. She got injured, had to pull out of the show, and last minute, uh, it wouldn't make sense the cosplay I had in mind if it wasn't Chelsea Green. It just okay. wouldn't get So, Richard, the promoter, Richard Hill and I, kind of got together, and he's like, well, I have an idea. If you want to pull out Leave a Taker, we'll have them, like, kill you, and then, you know, the bad guys kill you, and then you come back, you know, as Leave a Taker, and it'll be great. And I'm like, alright, cool. And it was a lot of fun. I ended up having, it was a lot of fun. I actually got to, it was a one-on-one match, so I got to do a little bit more takerish stuff, and it was really cool. So, so I, both times were awesome. Uh, the first time, I can't really describe the crowd as I came out because it was just they were so into it. Russell Circuit, it was awesome. And that's that's what I was going to mention too, because the minute you hear the gong, I was like, I, I like the crowd was like, no way, no way, like this is about to happen. <laughs> And then you came out and got that pop. I was like, that's awesome, man. That's such a yeah. sweet yeah. cosplay. And that Wrestle Circus looks really fun. That looks like a really fun promotion to watch. I mean, just oh, from I what love, I've seen of it, looks I looks awesome. Wrestling. I love wrestling there. It is legit my one of my homes. It is legit home for me because Alexi and, and Jordan are all family. It's just they, they get me, and they love it, and it's – the product they they make is just so much fun. So I'm really happy actually they're coming back. They're coming back next month. So hey, woohoo! I'm already been announced. So I'm gonna be there. Well, I knew I was gonna be there anyway. I just didn't know if I could tell people. <laughs> am I allowed to say it yet? No, I am. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You hear it now. She's gonna be there. So everybody, go check it out. Yeah, I think it was it Friday or Thursday. They they finally. Uh, made a bunch of announcements like here's who's going to be at our return show so pretty excited uh so i think i think people are gonna like the stuff we have planned i hope <laughs> are you gonna be debuting a new uh gimmick can you say or oh, do you definitely. want to keep that hush hush cosplay definitely some, definitely new especially at right. circus is always something new yeah, I seen the Jon Snow one too. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> I've done it a couple times, and I did different versions. I've done season, end of season one, season beginning of season two, Jon Snow, and then did end of season four, beginning of season five, Jon Snow, and that's when I got stabbed with a sword for real. So that was probably ah. not my, that was probably not my best idea I've ever had, but <laughs> yeah, but. It, was pretty badass to be honest so and you were built from the other side of the wall too that was cool yeah yeah i i was (laughs) uh took one for the wall took one for the watch you know yeah uh but i'm okay because i'm here and i'm talking to you guys so hey and we're loving it we're having a fun time here yeah i survived i survived being stabbed with broadsword i wrestled eight minutes eight to ten minutes after being stabbed because it was kind of early in the match when it called for me to get hit. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be with the point. Uh, that was not my, my intention to get stabbed with a point. <laughs> and, well, you survived. You did a good job. So that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So while we're on the topic of cosplay, I just wanted to say, granted, I loved, I loved Leave a Taker as well. Um, pretty much all of them, uh, Broken Leva Bates, you know, you even said you were from, you know, the, the Bates compound in Cameron, North Carolina. <laughs> uh, but as, as much as I loved all that stuff, my favorite, even though it was only a small clip that I could find on on YouTube, was Stone Cold Leave Austin. 
Yeah. <laughs> the, the stunner spot where you stunned everybody in the ring was phenomenal. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Oh, my God. Like, All right. It took me over four hours to get from long blue hair to bald. Because <laughs> uh, I... Sometimes with, like, the cosplays, I'm like, well, I can't do this unless I get, like, either a makeup artist or this. So we ended up finding a makeup artist uh, who was willing to come in and, and do it. But just because, I guess, my head's smaller or, I don't know, something, my head's just not shaped. I guess it was made for a man. So the ball cap wasn't fitting right, so they had to, like, keep cutting it and stretching it and cutting it and stretching it. Woo! It took a long time. So it looked pretty cool, and I really liked my facial hair. That looked pretty badass. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was yeah, definitely awesome. It was definitely four hours in the chair, but it was a lot of fun. Um, and then I think was it thirteen stunners I did in a row. That, that sounds a, that sounds about right. That was exhausting. By the time I got to like eight, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> well, and the and the last one was the best one too. Yeah. Ooh, I'm like breathing, like you're breathing. You're almost there. Whew. Are you are you <laughs> counting stunners in your head? Uh kinda, kinda. I'm just I'm more counting people. Like, okay, you've got it, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. Who's left? Oh, here comes someone. You got it, you got it. Oh crap, I've got about Desmond. Here we go, boom. You know, like it's like shit like that. You're like, oh, okay, okay, who's left? Okay, last one. Thank God. <laughs> no. Now, were you mumbling to yourself the whole time? I'm going to stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Yeah, I was, I was definitely <laughs> the entire time. I would have liked to see that Luthez press as well. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I think and then the I think flipping them off afterwards. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I did one. I thought I did one. Maybe you did. Like I said, it was like a 48-second clip that somebody had got of it. It wasn't, oh, yeah, it, yeah, I think it was just, yeah, because that was the stunners. But, yeah, no, I actually did, like, a bunch of other awesome stuff, too. Oh, so. okay. Well, I'll, ha- I'll have to search the the uh, ever-truthful internet and find it. Interwebs. <laughs> so, was your first, um, you know, looking back at your history, I searched around online and stuff, was your first uh, bigger job, was that TNA? Uh. As far as a bigger company to work for? I mean, TV-wise, yeah, I believe. I want to say, I mean, I'll be honest, it all kind of blends in. Like, I don't know what came first. It could also have been Wrestlelicious, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, you've done, I mean, you, you have a pretty pretty great history of wrestling. You've been a lot of places. So. I think TV That's... might have been, I remember, I think it was, because I remember being terrified just because it was like, oh my god, this is for my TV. Am I going to be on TV? Oh, God, I hope I don't mess up. Am I ready? I don't know if I'm ready. Ah, panic. So I remember thinking that. So, yeah. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was TNA, and then uh, maybe WrestleMania just came after that. Or maybe I wasn't as nervous with that. But, yeah, definitely TNA, I think, was first. Did you get a chance to work in the uh, the hexagon ring that they have? Is, that, is it a hexagon, the six sides? Yeah. Is that the... Yeah, I know I have. I think when I wrestled two times it was no the time before last didn't wasn't the match with me and mia wasn't that in a hexagon ring because i remember yeah yeah, yeah that's right i remember the corners were weird and that was yeah something they warned us before like because she you know obviously was you know there on the regular but they warned all the other girls you know and i don't remember if that was the first time i worked it or if it was not, but I remember, like, oh, yeah, this is really weird shape. This feels, it does feel weird, but I've worked in other hexagon rings elsewhere, too, so it wasn't, like, that crazy weird for me. Is so. it is it different going, I mean, like, just from anywhere, uh, going from a square to a hexagon, do you have to kind of change your spots up? Yeah, because the angles, uh, if you want to hit a rope, maybe, where the rope would be. Hello? Ah, right, there we're we back. There we go. Technology item along. I apologize. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I think my phone froze up outside. Oh yeah, you're out. You're out in the bitter cold, so it's yeah. freezing your phone again. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm inside now. It, it's like 27 degrees and snowing here right now. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry God. about that. Okay. Hey, it's all for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, we were saying 
uh, it cut off when you were saying how you have to rework your spots in the hexagon. Oh, yeah. Well, because, like, when there's square, you know, you know, like, all right, north, south, east, west. But when you're in a hexagon, let's say you run exactly east, there might be a corner there instead of a rope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, you got to kind of have to, like, retool yourself a little bit. And also the ropes, because uh, there's more corners, so the ropes are kind of, like, shorter. So I don't, I feel like, in my opinion, the ropes don't give as much. So, so they're pretty was, tight. Yeah. That, okay. Or corners, you know. Yeah. So it, it's the shorter. So yeah, it is like, man, you know, science. <laughs> <laughs> science is a bitch sometimes. So. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was. It wasn't that bad at all. Like it was. I, I've wrestled in them before, prior, or after both. Uh, in, in other shaped rings like that. So I've also wrestled in a rectangle ring. That was really weird. Oh, whoa. I think it was supposed to be a boxing ring, but, you know. <laughs> I made it happen. What did do? We're like, all right, well, this, this ring is completely a full-blown rectangle. Not like partial square. Like really long on two ends, and then the other two were really short. So we're like, this is the weirdest ring I've ever wrestled in. It was in Jacksonville at a baseball game and their stadium. And they were like, they wanted a wrestling show there. And then they had a rectangle ring. And we're like, what is happening right now? <laughs> All right. Why not? I'll try it. So. An Irish whip. That's a long run, huh? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> so you do it the other way. You're like, no, I just go this way. That's a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so not, even though I've done hexagon, I want to say probably rectangle is the weirdest one I've ever wrestled in. <laughs> I feel like the hexagon's got to be kind of fun, too, just because you got a lot of turnbuckle action you can do. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have a lot of, you, well, you have more options, so. <laughs> do we do it here? Should we do it here? Should we do it, do you want to, do I do it, jump from here? <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. So uh, you've worked in Shimmer, Women Athletes, and Shine, and uh, it's listed that you're still kind of working in those? Yeah, I'm actually currently the, the tag team champion, uh, along with Delilah Doom for Shimmer, actually currently right now. All right. How long have you been champion? Uh, we won it in November. So, right? So, yeah. So, yeah, since November. Okay. So, yeah, and I just wrestled for Shine last month, and we have a show in two weeks, I believe, uh, coming on Friday. I don't remember the exact date, because I don't even know what today's date is, but <laughs> a week from this coming Friday is Shine, so I'll be there, too. So, yeah, I'll right. there, you know, as regular as I can. Uh, I, I did take somewhat of a hiatus off of Shine last year, and not... Like, really, because I wanted to. It's just because by the time I got the dates for Shine, I was already booked elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're getting busy. No, so, yeah. It's like, Pe oh. People want you, Leva. People want you around at their shows. So, yay. I mean, that's always a good thing. That's a good problem to have. It sucks, though, to tell someone no, especially if it's someplace that you work on the regular. You're like, oh, no, I'm already been booked. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, well, they probably they should understand if you're there on the regular. Yeah, you know, you're a good talent, so you got to go places. <laughs> I did have one of the workers go, uh, are you mad at Shine? <laughs> like, no, no, no. It's just literally been scheduling conflicts because every time I get the date, it's been booked. <laughs> oh, okay. We're just worried. Like, no. That's just one person that we're just worried. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wanted to ask, too, uh, you know, you had a little tenure in NXT, and, uh, we call we usually call the WWE. We usually call it New York here, but I guess in a in that case that would be Florida. <laughs> um, now I wanted to know you were called Blue Pants there by uh, Enzo. Was that a shoot, or were you supposed to be called Blue Pants? Uh, it was a joke that took off. You know, it was just like, "Hey, yeah. girl in the blue pants, come down." And for some reason, it was just like the moment, like the way they delivered it. Uh, the, 
audience they had that night and then the fact that I think instead of getting really mad, I'm like, yeah, I do have blue pants, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just think all of that just kind of made, like, kind of like a weird, you know, like the, the universe was created in like one big, like, weird whooshy thing, you know? I think that's how blue pants, it was just like all of that combined and it just swirled around. And that's how Blue Pants literally was created. Because they started chanting Blue Pants. Because they just thought it was funny. And, and and all the creative in the back was like, Huh! Got a Blue Pants chant. Alright. Let's see what happens if you bring it back. Oh! They chanted Blue Pants before you even came out. Alright, let's give you a nameplate. <laughs> yeah, that'll <laughs> work. And it just like, it was like an experiment almost, like, or like a joke. We're like, let's play this out and see where this goes, you know? And it was just a lot of fun. It's definitely was up my alley because I'm very tongue-in-cheek, very silly at times. And, you know, you can't really take things too seriously. Oh, you're not calling me Lima Bates. Ugh. You know, like, I have never been like that. You call me whatever you want, you know? Like, I don't care. You know, I, I have fun, you know? Like, they, the crowd loves it. The crowd was loving it, you know? So... Let's, and they can tell when you're having fun, you know, so that that makes them have fun. You know, I even support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious. Try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio keto-friendly dairy snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. I got a shirt with a pair of blue pants on it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's absurd, and I'm... I'm huge fan of of absurdity like if it's absurd i probably adore it so it, it's just it was right at my alley so I was like why not let's go with this and it literally came about because while we i was rolling around in a ring and then i was standing off to the side like oh yeah well in the cast are kind of just getting some of the points finer points of their their promo and it was like hey mm, because they don't want to call me by my name because it's supposed to be just um you know one one and done type thing. So they're like, uh, girl in the blue pants, come on down, you know? And, like, Sarah, say who was Sarah Del Rey, but Sarah Monta was like, looked at me, she goes, I guess you're wearing those blue pants. So I'm like, all right, good thing I brought the top that matches, you know? And, uh, and that's kind of how it happened. And then when it actually happened, they're like, you know, they did it, the crowd responded, I came out, I was like, yeah, blue pants, you know? And, Okay. <laughs> so it just kind of happened. That's cool. Yeah. Especially down there in, uh, you know, with WWE, I know usually things are very, uh, there's, everything's all planned out usually. So I think that's cool that you, you kind of got to just keep your blue pants persona there. Cause it was a ongoing joke that just took off. So yeah. that's cool. I know they, I, for what I've heard and watched on shoot interviews and stuff, they, you know, they pretty much script everything as far as your entrance to your character. So did you have any recommendations on how you should carry yourself as blue pants or do you have like full creative over that? Have for what now? I'm sorry. Do you have full creative over what? Like your character is blue pants. Um, I mean, did you, were you directed at like to take it different ways? You know, did they tell you how to do things or did you kind of get to work at like the Indies? Just do your thing. Um, they didn't really, like, especially in the beginning, they didn't really tell me how to come out or whatever. They just said, hey, you know, you're going to be called out. Come on down. And, you know, yeah. No, I like all of the yeahs and the hands on the hip and then, like, the superhero pose. It's just because I was an X-Men uniform. And I was like, ah, I'll just play it up. They don't have anyone that does, like, super comic-y, you know, comic book-y type 
stuff. I, I wanted to try to be different than anyone else they had there. So I just kind of, that was my own thing. Okay. And then, like, going in, the way I entered, that was just all me. Awesome. You get to be yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we did TakeOver, it was a little bit more, like, they they were a little bit more like, all right, let's let's go over the entrance. And, like, it wasn't really, they still, they didn't tell me what to do. They just told me to slow down. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, you accompanied the villains, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, when, when they went over there, they're like, this is going to be your music. This is how, you know, when they're going to call you out. And so I, I was thinking, oh, I was supposed to run down, you know, and like, no, 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 you know, take this moment. This is your moment. Take it in, you know. It was Albert who told me that, that, which I thought was really, really cool. He was like, you're here, you know, and no one expects you to be here. No one would even think you would be here, and you are. So take this moment and embrace it and, and take it in. You can do that. And I'm like, okay, I just didn't want you guys, you know, waiting on me. Like, no, 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 don't, don't rush. Don't rush. Take, we want this moment. We want this to be uh, your moment. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, they, I, you know, I kind of took a breath and, like, looked around, took it in. And then started going, you know, towards the ring, all excited and bubbly, you know. So, but that was, like, legitimately me being excited and bubbly. <laughs> Really, pretty much Blue Pants is just me turned up to 11, maybe a little bit. Like, Blue Pants is just the every fan, you know what I mean? Like, her name is supposed to be here, you know? <laughs> and she is, so, like, I kind of just played it like that. We all, I mean, if you're in the business, you're probably a fan of some sort, of some one way or another. And you know, as you, as I said earlier, I'm definitely a big fan, so the fact that I was there of course you know i'm super excited so that's literally just like me for the most part turned up to 11 okay cool yeah that's good that's good you got to do your thing there tommy you still with us yeah i, I was just letting you guys go yeah i've been kind of just chatting it up man is there anything no, you want to that's fine say to yeah, Le- uh, i was just i was gonna ask her about sabotage because i know we're that's kind of what we're supposed to be plugging and it turned into more of a the history of which is which is awesome we do that with everybody but I know that you know you want to eat food and stuff, and probably have other stuff you need to do. So I was just going to say how you got involved with sabotage and Thunder Rosa and Brian and all that stuff. Uh, I, I met Thunder Rosa. I think was the first time we met at uh, AWS in California for Bart. We worked there, and it was really cool because she messaged me. She's like, "What do you think about doing?" And my like, Bart wants to do some. Because Bart and I are huge Star Wars fans, and that's kind of how we bonded. And I'm like, ah, I think, you know, Bart really loves Star Wars. I'm thinking Star Wars. I, you know, I'm leaning towards either this, this, or this. And she's like, oh, maybe I can do my face paint like Darth Maul. I'm like, oh, my God, that'd be so cool. So, like, we kind of just, like, really hit it off, just bouncing back and forth. And we had the match, and we really loved the match. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I loved the match. Uh, and then we got to tag together at Wrestle Circus, and then I think it was from Wrestle Circus, she was like, hey, you know, uh, we want to bring you in for Sabotage. So I got to work Sabotage within October, it was Friday the 13th, and uh, it's fun, because uh, I don't know if you guys know, but there's a Friday the 13th game out right now, and I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I play it with a lot of friends from Texas. So they were all going to be at the show, and I'm like, Friday the 13th, if I don't come out as Jason or Chad, I am doing a disservice. So I definitely came out as Jason, and it was just a lot of fun. And I had such a good time at at San Diego, just because I love the Austin, Texas scene so much. Because, you know, the first time I was ever there was with ACW and then Inspire, and Wrestle Circus, there's so much there, and now Sabotage, and I loved, loved being there at Sabotage, so when uh, I got called to do War of the Genders, I was like, oh my god, yes, I want to do this, I want to do this, I think the first person they might have announced might have been Joey Ryan, and I'm thinking, oh man, I hope they bring me in for that, <laughs> and then I got a message going, hey, you want to bring you in for this, I'm like, yes, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you've played Joey Ryan too. I have been Joey Ryan. It was a lot of fun. And then I got beat by Joey Ryan. <laughs> I'm like, crap. <laughs> so, but hey, at least I won, beat one person as Joey Ryan. So, hey. There we go. But, uh, but yeah, so they called me to do that. So I'm really excited. 
I, I'm actually, I assumed I was going to be put with Joey Ryan at first, and then they're like, oh, you got B-Boy. I'm like, oh, this is a completely different kind of match I want to be doing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. You guys, uh, we ain't playing around, are we? So, but yeah, like, we actually had, an, we're having an awesome, I, I slacked a little bit this weekend because of, uh, I was doing a comic book convention all weekend, so I was slacking on the gifts, but we had a gift war going on between uh, me and B-Boy, so I need to pick that back up and get it going, because we were just talking all sorts of smack to each other via gifts. <laughs> which, in, which, in my opinion, if you're going to talk trash, that's the way you should do it. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's it's so good. It, it's, it entertains me, and apparently it's it's gotten... A lot of people entertainment, so because I keep getting like tweets all the time about it, so I'm like, oh yay! Uh, I actually that reminds me now that we're talking about this, I need to repost my promo. I did a promo; it's very like trailer-ish, you know. <laughs> I want to do like a TV or movie trailer type thing, so I ended up uh, doing a promo. So uh, I, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I, I was promo came out well the the trash talking the lines going well it's i'm excited i'm excited to see what we're gonna do for for this match i think uh i think it's gonna be really good so is there anything else i I, want to let you go because i know you worked all day and you're probably hungry ready to eat um is there anything else you need to i actually had uh because i went to boston market i don't normally let myself eat bread but they give you that corn bread it's really good that I ate that real quick right before you fall. So I'm okay right now. I'm holding. I'm holding my own right now. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not about to eat my arm off. So yay. So there's that. <laughs> uh, is there, is there, oh yeah. Go ahead. You're gonna sorry. Ask sorry. Go ahead. Too. Go ahead. No, no. You were gonna ask the same thing I was about to. I just said, is there any any events you want to plug that you're gonna be at other than sabotage coming up? Um, let's see, so I got Sabotage Friday in Austin, and then on the next day, Saturday, I'll be at MPX in Dallas, Texas, so make sure you check that out, I'm pretty sure, I think B-Boy's gonna be there, Baby D, so a lot of people from Sabotage are also gonna be at MPX, so definitely check that out, uh, it's Metroplex Wrestling, if you didn't know what MPX was for, but yes, in Bedford, slash Dallas. So uh, check me out there. And then next Friday after that, I'm doing Shine Wrestling. Uh, without looking at my calendar, I can't tell you what's next completely. <laughs> I know it's something cool. Well, as we see you get tagged in tweets and stuff, we'll retweet. We'll continue. I mean, we'll continue to push because, I mean, I, we've been both been watching you for a while. So um, to get to talk to you was, you know, it was really a pleasure. Yeah, it was a great pleasure. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Thanks for being uh, understanding and, and working with me. I know my – well, it's because of the holidays yeah. and then, like, the even non-wrestling stuff I do. Like, like this weekend I was doing well, – I mean, it was partially wrestling, but it was also uh, – I was doing the Comic-Con, the Paradise City Comic-Con. So that had me literally working from pretty much Thursday night to I got home – 1 30 in the morning Sweet. last night so damn so yeah it was it was non-stop for the entire weekend because i was hosting panels moderating uh we have a wrestling show that during the the evening uh i was a guest <laughs> so it was like i was kind of doing a little bit of everything there and then as well as still having fun trying to do the fun con thing so it was non-stop literally for three days so so that happened and then i got to go and you know be a ridiculous performer today at universal so because you know what's a day off i don't know what that <laughs> is I, I don't know what that means you're a workhorse <laughs> apparently so <laughs> all right well make, so, make um, oh sorry go ahead oh I, I like i should probably also plug my other yeah go ahead. um you mind? Okay, cool. I also uh, am a Twitch partner, so you can find me at twitch.tv slash WrestlingLeva. You don't have to subscribe. You can just follow. Uh, if you want to subscribe, you get a lot of cool emotes and, you know, all that good jazz uh, and, like, other specials and stuff. 
but yeah, it's, I basically sit and talk. I do a lot of Q and A's there. Usually when I do, I'll play a video game, but before that I'll have just like 30 minutes or anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes of just talking with people, answering questions or Hey, this is how the, you know, like probably in my next room will be, Hey, I was, this is how the con went. Here's who I got to meet. It was really cool. This is what they were like, you know, just kind of like you get really get to like know me through Twitch and then you get to see me play games and, you know, you can either see me game rage or, or be really badass or completely be terrible at something. It's a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of times I'll do subscriber uh, play alongs where the scri- subscribers can play along in a game with me. So that happens a lot. So it's definitely something. It's it's always something and it's always a party at Twitch. And then I also have my own podcast, if you don't mind. Uh, it's not it's a non-wrestling podcast. It's called The Geek Soapbox. Uh, me and one of my best friends, Lee Potton, get together and we wax on and off about nerdy stuff. So... So, yeah, uh, definitely check that out. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud. You can find us on Twitter, The Geek Soapbox. I think I tweeted about it this morning. So if you can't find it, you can find it through me. So, yeah, and I think I'm plugged. And I believe I retweeted the the link to your podcast as well. Because because I may or may not subscribe to it, so. Oh, yay. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out for sure. So, Leva, now you have to return the favor because we're also on iTunes and you can subscribe to us. Yeah, I uh, am I not subscribed with, like, hitting the oh, star? Oh, yeah, well, I mean, on Anchor, <laughs> but I'm sure most people just delete this app when they're done with the interview, so. <laughs> yeah. Where, all right, well, I educate me. Where can I find uh, it? It's, you just go on iTunes, uh, iTunes Store, and search for Heels and Quads, and there we are. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Super I simple. We'll, we'll swap well. subscriptions. Right, yeah. I'll check you out yeah, on you Twitch know. as that well. I good. did uh, a couple years ago when the Resident Evil Remastered came out. I uh, I did a stream of me playing about half the game on Twitch, but it I guess it goes it comes off after a couple days or so. I don't know how that worked. Uh, <laughs> I think for I'm not really sure exactly. I. I know my archives are for subscribers only, uh, so if you want to watch anything older, you can, but it's, it's I, I'm trying to find perks for subscribers, so maybe that's why you couldn't keep it, because it's for subscribers. Okay, that would make sense. Or maybe that's just something, yeah. Or, I've only sure done it a few times, but I do like getting on Twitch every now and then and just watching some stuff, so I'll, I'll check out on there as well, for sure. Yeah, definitely, because I mean, we, I talk about everything, the weirdest stuff happens, Usually my co-host is my Levi Ackerman pillow from Attack on Titan. Yes, I have a Levi Ackerman giant pillow. <laughs> and that's your co-host, but so that's yeah. cool. Yeah, he, he literally sits right behind my, my game. At least you don't got to pay him so. much. <laughs> no, no. And then sometimes if he's not, like, if I talk about Nathan Drake and he doesn't want to hear because, you know, he's my Attack on Titan boyfriend, but... You know, Nathan Trake's my, you know, video game boyfriend. So if I'm talking about one or the other, I have to, like, hide the other one. So I flip him around. And when I flip him around, it's Aaron from uh, Attack on Titan. Oh, uh, okay. So. so, and then I also have a Pakimari as a, a co-host as well. That's from Overwatch. So literally, I will pull out the most random stuff. It's like, here, our co-host today is this Batman figure. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm the I have a real co-host. You never know. Like, he's come over and been on it sometimes. Uh, when Rhea O'Reilly, who lives in England, uh, she was staying with me. She has been a co-host. I've had um, a friend who's a photographer, uh, Blake Thomas, who's Liz Photography. He's been on it. Just whoever's been, like, at my house. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm doing a stream. You want to be a part of it? Sure. You're so creative <laughs> and spunky. I love it. I think it's really fun. Oh, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm, like, I'm glad you call it creative and spunky. Uh, it's probably just quirky or weird. Well, quirky okay and weird is cool, though, you know? That's what I mean. It's like, it's a cool, you're a great combination of everything. It's really fun to sit and have a chat with you. And, you know, you're kind of a kind of a jack of quite a few trades. So I'm trying. I'm trying to learn more, too. So Hey, it never yeah. hurts. It never hurts to know them all. Exactly. Just like the hosting thing came about last. Was it was no, not even last year. Two years ago, when I broke my ankle, 
So about a year and a half ago, when I broke my ankle, I was like, well, I can't wrestle, can't dance, can't do stunt shows. Well, crap, what am I going to do? And then that's when the, the owner from Supercom is like, hey, I want to get the gang back together. Uh, I wanting you to work for me at the next con. What do you want to do? And I'm like, can I host? Because I have my own, you know, show with the Geek Soapbox. I feel like I can do it. I'll be like, you know, a very inexpensive nerdist. And he was like, sure. All right, bring you in. <laughs> <laughs> Always say inexpensive to something you really want to do. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so it's... it's yeah, it's, I love it. Actually, I love doing that. Like this weekend, I got to host the run, the Marvel's Runaways panel, the Overwatch panels, uh, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild panel. Have you Have you like played that game, of... by the way? Do you have a Switch? I don't have a Switch, so I made. I actually made Jonathan Cruz come over because he has a Switch, and I was like, "I have this panel. I need to learn everything about this game. Come over and teach me." So he actually came over and was like, "All right, so here's a scene that has her because I had the Zelda's voice actress." And then I had uh, the Zora Prince, I didn't, he was there, who also directed and uh, cast the game as well. Oh. So, like, I, got, I watched a lot of the gameplay, I watched a lot of the, the cut scenes, so I could get the feel of the game. And, like, like I, we spent a good, like, hour or two on it, just like, here's how you do this, and this is part of this thing, and this is why this is different from the other games. And it was a really cool educational thing. And then by the time, I felt like I learned a lot, and of course I always read about on like you know imdb wikipedia and all that stuff trying to like learn about as much as i can on them and then of course you would be like hey blah 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 what would you like to talk about is anything you want to plug and like it ended up being a real those were all really good panels so yeah i really enjoyed uh breath of the wild i maybe too open world for me though it is a big one though i know that i had a guy work for me uh earlier this year and the day the switch was coming out or the midnight release he wanted to leave work about six. He's like, man, I really need to go because I want to get in line. And I was like, because it's for Zelda, I will let you go. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to let him do it. And he brought it in the next day. He had been up all night playing it. I, I ran around on it a little bit. But, yeah, it's a massive game. And I think I think it's pretty awesome. I mean, I, I thought about buying a Switch just for it. But I uh, yeah, it's, I mean, a big, it's a lot of grinding you got to do. So. My thing is, I I might need a little bit more direction. I I like it when games tell you you have to go yeah, this way or you can't. Like I I'm okay with if I'm in a game you can't like this door is locked you can't open this door yet because I'm playing uh, on my Vita I'm playing Danganronpa three, and right now you're in the school like obviously as it progresses more floors get unlocked and more doors get unlocked and like there's certain doors you can't go into yet, so you walk in you can't open it yet. Okay, cool. I'm okay with that. Cause now I know I'm on the right path. Because if not, I will side quest the hell out of the game and never beat it. Yeah. Story no. of my life, man. I'm a huge Resident Evil and Silent Hill fan. So that's kind of been my my gaming life is this door is locked. Now go find some shit for it. So. <laughs> exactly. I was like, all right, cool. I'm not ready for this part of the story yet. And then when you are ready for that part of the story, like, uh, one of the doors unlocked. I couldn't unlock it at the very beginning of the game. I'm like, oh, there you are. Okay, cool. Now, you now played The Witcher out. 3 you by know? any chance? So, I haven't, but I haven't played it yet. I'll be honest. I, I, I have a stack of games I haven't even touched just because lack of time yeah. or Overwatch is cool. Either way. Or Friday it's one I, It's one I got <laughs> into recently. I, uh, I mean, it's a little late. I know it's a couple years old now, but I ordered off eBay a while back for about, it was like 13 14 bucks or something. I've been kind of playing around it a lot lately, but I'm not I'm not a huge RPG guy, but it's it's a fun game. So Yeah, I want to check it out. Uh Sarah Logan when it first came out, she was obsessed with it. She was like, "Leva, this is an awesome game." I'm like, "I'm sure it is." I think I was playing something else that was also a massive game. I'm like, "All right, maybe I'll get to start it." But then you start something else, you start something else. Yeah. They're like, "Oh crap." Oh yeah. <laughs> But then you keep getting more games. You're like, oh, well, what's this? I'm going to try this game. (laughs) So right now I'm currently playing, like, just uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's, like, my my game that's, like, the big game. Is that a pretty awesome Uh, game? I don't have a PlayStation. I'm an Xbox One guy right now. So I wanted to get a PlayStation for that game. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I'm really liking it a lot. 
I play Overwatch all the time. That's like my my craft. Yeah. And then Friday the 13th, I play a lot with friends because it's one of those. Like, I like those because you can play a few games and you're done. Yeah. I mean, or if I crack, you'll be like, oh, crap. I actually stayed up to 3 in the morning playing Overwatch. But, hey, it's not like, you know, it's a huge, giant story. You can just, you know, go, you know, just hone your skills, try to unlock trophies, play with your friends, talk smack. It's a lot of fun. And then I'm also doing a Telltale's uh, Guardian of the Galaxy game. Once I do that, I'll probably move on to either the Telltale's Batman one, the second one, or uh, Life is Strange second game. Because those are one of those, like, choose-your-own-adventure type games. Yeah. So that's that one. So I have, like, a couple games currently going, but those are the two main ones. I'm like, okay, I should probably try to beat this at some point. What's your, what's your trophy okay. score? Not that it's it's not a huge deal, but I don't know, just off the top of your head, you know your trophy score? I yeah. don't. I'm sorry. What kind of gamer am I? <laughs> well, see, cool. to beat the game like the old days, Levi. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's not. I'm, I wasn't getting at that. That's what my goal is still too. But I, I think my Xbox, uh, of course, it's Xbox's achievements. I think I'm like twenty five thousand or something. And I've had friends be like, "Dude, do you even play?" And I'm like, twenty five thousand is a lot, man." And that took me like ten years to get that. So I was kind of proud of it, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't have an Xbox, so I, I like I'm like you. I don't have the Xbox, so I'm like all Sony. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm P, I'm Maybe PS4 it's... too, and a lot of my friends that I work with and stuff, they're like, we never see you on. I'm like, yeah, because I play maybe 45 minutes a week. Yeah, mostly 2K18, right? Yeah, or uh, Battlefront 2 with my five year old. Yeah, I'm on. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, play that too. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I have the so first much, one. I didn't get the second one. It's so much better than the first one. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take that as a recommendation. I'm on, uh, I always play the annual Madden. I always play 2K, you know, the new WWE. I'm playing The Witcher 3, and I'm playing a little Call of Duty World War II here and there, but I think I'm finally phasing out of the Call of Duty days. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was playing that too. Yeah, I don't know. I really love Battlefront One, Two. I'm still getting comfortable with. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll get more comfortable. Now there's a full campaign on that, right? Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. I like that there's a campaign mode. It's it's kind of it's it's different. I think they wanted that for the first one, but I think they tried to rush it out. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I haven't done the campaign yet. I've only done like the arcade stuff and a little bit on the online. Yeah, stuff. definitely, definitely try the campaign. It's pretty fun. Okay, maybe it's just a lot of times if like, I'm going to play a game, I'll just turn on Horizon because I feel like I still have a million things to do in that because that game is giant as well. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll finally get through this. And then I'll like die, get really mad, and then I'll switch over to Overwatch. So <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened last time I played Horizon. I'm like, you son of a... <laughs> I remember when Horizon was supposed to be coming out, I was watching a lot of previews for that, and I was really, really contemplating because it's a PlayStation only, right? Yeah, I was, I was like, thinking about, uh, you know. It's cool. It's really cool. Like, uh, even though it's giant and huge, because like, I kind of stay away from bigger games now, just because if they are that big, I don't have a it's lot of It's too much. To There's really way too much them. grinding to do. Yeah. But, but I'm enjoying it, so I've definitely stuck with it. I'm trying to, like, and my thing is, I see a side quest, I want to do it. And that's what kills me. It's like, I'm doing all this other stuff with side quests. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, they touch the story. Shoot. <laughs> so now I'm starting to, like, chip away a little bit at the story now. Finally, finally, starting to figure out what's going on a little bit. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. Gotcha. All right. So, but yeah, I do so many side quests. I'm like, ooh, another bandit camp. I must kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to be playing tonight after we close off the podcast here? Do you know? Uh, uh, honestly, I might be watching some Punisher, maybe, by the okay. time. Uh, I'm also watching on, uh, on Netflix. It's a Japanese reality TV show called Ter- Terrace House. And I'm almost done with that season. It's called Boys and Girls in the City. And it's it's like a real world or Big Brother. But J- Japanese. But, like Japan. <laughs> and, but they're so nice and polite. <laughs> 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 I'll 
unlike the real world or Jersey Shore. (laughs) All right. So one of the things happened where like one of the guys, he had a, he's a hairdresser and his client gave him this really fancy meat. So he puts it in the refrigerator and he's gone at work and like they ran out of food and like, not really out of food, but like, oh, we don't really have anything to cook. And like his girlfriend goes, well, let's just cook his meat. And then he comes home and sees all this meat and it's gone. And he's so mad. But instead of, like, screaming and yelling like you would on, you know, real world or whatever, just stands there stoically staring at the box. <laughs> and he's like, I'm very, I am very hurt that you do not respect me enough <laughs> to tell me, to ask me to eat my meat. It was a gift from a client and you ate my gift. But he wasn't, like, yelling. He was very polite about it. And she's like, oh, no, he's so mad. I'm like, oh, my God, that's mad? Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so awesome. I love it. So I might end up finishing that season and then jumping into to Punisher. But then Black Mirror. The new season's out. On. Yeah, I'm about to start that new season. I, I've seen none of it. But, like, while I – because Jonathan came over that should play the the switch with me, but I was doing something. I probably had to leave and come back. I'm like, here, just do whatever you need to do. I'll be right back. I forget what I was doing. And he was watching the first episode of the new season of of Black Mirror, and I'd never seen anything of it. So I'm like, what is this? He's like, oh, it's you know, Black Mirror. And I'm like, it's like Twilight Zone. He's like, kind of. But like with future it's technology, of- it's really weird. Sometimes it's a real like yeah, it's trippy. Exactly. And like that episode sucked me in. So I was like, can we watch the next one? He's like, well, don't, don't we have to like play the Switch? I'm like, after the episode. <laughs> no, I watched the next one. It was awesome. I was like, ah, oh. Or maybe we played the Switch, and then he left to watch the second one. I don't remember, but I remember watching the second one. And that's like the, I don't want to give anything away, but like, you know how like when you lose a dog, you put a chip in yeah. her? Well, a mom lost her daughter and put the chip in her. And that's all I'm going to say. Because it's really like, it goes from there. And you're like, ah! So, and it, it's really good. So, like, it's okay. weird the format yeah, of that, that show. It's like uh like you know how they have it listed. It's like backwards like season 321 episode 321. Isn't that how it is? It's kind of backwards like how they have it listed. People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Remember, I just remember going, what is this? It's it's a good one, though. I've watched all the way up to... I guess there's like one or two episodes I haven't seen from the earlier seasons, but the new one I'm probably going to start here soon. So, yeah, it's a great show. I like it. So, yeah, so I'll probably watch a little bit like while I eat or whatever and then probably Overwatch. Uh, I I play with a, a group of, of friends, and since I've been gone with the con, we gone haven't played with the it con. all. So I might play. Yeah, gone with the con, <laughs> but it was, it, was, oh, it was so much fun. All right, Leva. Everybody- We're going to. I don't yeah. want to cut you off or anything, but we'll, we'll let you go to eat and watch some Punisher and do what you do. Yeah, or watch something. Yeah. Who knows what I was... All right, so make... Yeah, my, my pack was Marvel Runaway, so now that I've caught up on that, I don't know what to do with my life. So I'm like, what, what's next? Oh, yeah, Punisher. I need to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm getting off here, too. So, all right, thank you guys so much Hey, for thank you. It's been a pleasure right, sitting here you. talking to you. You're real fun to talk to. Thank you. Why do I talk a lot? No, no, we <laughs> love, love it. it. We love it. Yeah, you just carry you carry on a great conversation, and I, you're, I make, you're making me want to go game out. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank, thank you. you. All right, thank you. All right, make sure to check out Leva Bates at Wrestling Leva on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube. 
Her podcast is in iTunes. Check that out. Subscribe to that. Subscribe to her YouTube shows. And make sure to that check is, out... That is The Geek Soapbox. Thank you, Levi. The uh, And make sure to check her out this Friday night in did Austin, I ma- Did I make an ass out of myself there? Was that me making an ass out of myself? No, the second time you did. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this Friday night, check out Levi Bates and all of the wrestlers of Sta- Sabotage Wrestling in Austin, Texas, at Sabotage Women on Twitter, War of the Genders 2. Get tickets now at sabotagetexas.com, and we will talk to you guys this is our This is our final Sabotage episode, right? This is our final Sabotage. For, we for want now. to thank everybody. I sent out a little video on Twitter. We want to thank everybody from Sabotage, uh, Thunder Rosa and Brian, um, for being awesome and hooking us up with T-shirts and all that stuff. And yes. also, like, kind of once Thunder Rosa kind of agreed to do it, it kind of swayed everything our way. So we want to thank them for giving us the exposure and for making us the number one wrestling podcast on Anchor. The number Absolutely. Three We'd like podcast, to thank all of our listeners for that as well. Yes. The number three podcast in all of sports on Anchor. And there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts on Anchor because anybody can do it, including you. So check out Sabotage Wrestling, War of the Genders. This Friday night, Austin, Texas, come and take it live. SabotageTexas.com. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash auto refi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.